Hey, thanks for listening to the Blended Podcast. I'm Megan. I have a 16-year-old daughter named Tana from my previous marriage who is with us full-time. And in 2018, I married my husband, Chris. His daughter, Lena, is nine from his previous marriage. And I'm Derek, and I have Zeke, who's 11, Kingston, who's nine from a previous marriage, and married Jesse in 2018, and she didn't have any kids, but now we have one on the way. So walk with us as we share our crazy blended lives. Hey guys, thanks again for tuning in to the Blended Podcast. That's right. Today we are going to be talking about how do you make both homes feel like home? That's important. It absolutely is. And I think whether you have, like me and Derek, uh, with our children and our blended families, we do the 50-50. So it is actually split down the middle the time that the children spend at each home. Um, With my stepdaughter, she's with her mom half the time and with us half the time. I know some families just do weekends. Either way, this applies to Mm -hmm. making your home seem and feel like their home because you know i remember and and i think a lot of this for me came from working with teens a lot either in sports or church and seeing kids of divorced families kind of frustrated and talking about maybe one home feels like home and the other one doesn't but they spend time at both places and so it really was something that i wanted to make sure that you didn't make those mistakes with your right. Work, so even you know? when we got our first apartment together, just me and the boys, like right. I gave them the nicer bedroom, so they had more right. room for toys and their beds, right. and and made it try to try to make it feel special. Like I remember at one point, I set a tent up in their room, yeah, and put their they like at that time they were little and they liked to share a bed, so I put the bed in inside the tent, the tent with lights Crazy. and things to create an experience right. so that. You know, it is a transition because I was moving out of them, out of the home that they had right. were, were raised in up to that right. point. Right, and, the, and there is, you feel a sort of an advantage for the parent who stays in the home, you know right. what I mean? And that's how, you know, the home we live in is the home Lena was born in. Right. You know, her mother moved to a different home. So, you know, try not to compete because there is no competition. No. But it's like, you know, also my husband has an attachment to that home because of his daughter's you know, his daughter for being comfortable there. Everything. Right. Everything is there. I know for us in the beginning, when we got married, we let both girls redo their rooms. Which now, I think is great because you, if Lena is, it's always been a room. Right. And if you but just let, new. let Tana do her uh-huh. room, then Lena doesn't get to. So I think that was great insight there for you. Yeah. And so for Tana, I mean, I think it's important, though, to remember, like, we, we let her, you know, redo her room. She was moving into a new home. Right. Lena, of course, like you said, was staying where she'd always been. But, you know, I feel like maybe Tana kind of went too far in because she got rid of everything, like, she yeah. wanted all new, a new bed, a new dress, like everything is new. And so I think that made it a little bit harder at first because she didn't have some of her familiar uh, yep. items to make it feel like home. everything was new. So I yep. would suggest, and I even think my daughter would tell you, maybe don't get rid of everything. Maybe bring some of your familiar items you know, of course, she had her clothes and stuff, but I'm just saying, like, all of her major right. furniture in her room was absolutely new, and I think she regretted it after a little bit, and she wanted some more of her familiarity. But even as an adult, like, if somebody oh, said, yeah. hey, redo your room, mm-hmm. you're going to get a new bed. You're going to do the whole thing, right. and then you're going to be like, man, I would have yeah. loved to have had my old bed because mm-hmm. that's kind of 
the and she she did we we kept the bed that we got new when we got married for about a year and then she was like i want a bed like i used to have right you know what i mean and so now we're back where we started but it's just learning those things and like i said letting lena pick a new paint color we got her a new bed like she got to redo her room just the same that way both girls feel equal Even though one's moving into a new home. But for Lena, it was just as much change. You know, she was used to it being her and her dad. You're moving two other women in the home who are going to take some of his attention. So I think it's important, like I said, to let let them feel like, you know, they're a part of changing their room. Well, I remember for us, we, we, we bought a home. Mm-hmm. And so the boys, That's like neat. a lot of times we would go look at the houses first. Yeah. And if it made that list of like, hey, this one's a possibility, then we would take the boys back. And then when we got in the car with them afterwards, all right, so what did you think? What did right. you like? What did you know? So they had a say in. And saying, I want this to be my yeah, room. Yeah. The, yes. And those moments <laughs> and, you know, seeing them run around, you know, the, obviously the house we bought was a big fan of everyone, but them running around the basement kind of sold it for us. And like. Right. You could just see them enjoying see this home. But they got to experience it. It wasn't like we just went and bought a house. Here we and bought a house. Up, and this is our new home. And then they go in, they're like, uh, no, right. it's their home as well. And I think that's an important key in this is. It's not mine and my wife's home. No. It's not their mom's home. Like when I talk about uh, over there, when the, when they're with their mom, hey, are you guys at you, your mom, you know, you and your mom's home? Like right. I try to make it one thing instead of just saying like. Well, I know you've made a point to me before that you try to say, like if you're talking to the boys and they're with their mom, you say our house. Like yeah. if they're like, where are you? You're yeah. like, we're at our, I'm at yeah. our house, you know, yeah. instead of I'm at mine and Jesse's house or, you know, yeah. my house or something like that. So that it's always, hey, this is all ours. This is not my mom, your mom's and your dad's. It's and, and our And you're house. just shuffled in between. And, and, you know, a lot of that, you don't think about it, but everybody needs a place they call home. home. Absolutely. And everyone, the way we look at it is, yeah, you've got a home, but you've got a bonus home too. You've right. got a bonus mom. You've got well, a, and, hopefully a bonus dad. You, right. You've got those bonuses that other kids don't get to have or whatever and it's not a bad thing it's it's actually a good thing right and so we we really try to do that and i think it's a good idea to have um things that stay at each place but also giving your kids the freedom to if they want to take something back and forth you know between houses lena has you know a lot of stuff she has maybe some duplicates you know this right obviously clothes shoes we have separately you know what i mean everybody has those but if she wants to wear a certain pair of shoes to our house from her mom's she does and we just make sure we get those back we do and things like that um but like for us the big ticket items so like they have an xbox and a switch up our house right they have a a xbox switch at their their, other house their home with their mom and so that just because we didn't want them to have to take those things back and forth possibly break it Right. Then you got to replace well, then, it, and, and then they're then upset. Then it could cause frustration oh. between you and the co-parent because right. it's like, hey. You let them break it right. or whatever. They <laughs> right. broke it on your watch or and whatever. That's just added stress to everybody's life. So, I don't know. I think that's important. Yeah. Definitely. They have stuff they take back and forth. They, you know, right now it's Harry Potter wands. And- right. Oh, we passed Harry Potter movies back and forth for about two months at all. <laughs> our house right because we had the complete set and she was wanting to watch them with her mom her and her mom were going through them you know so we we passed that walmart bag back and forth about a hundred times of that right. now we're doing the switch it's a big ticket item that 
we didn't necessarily both both parents didn't want to invest in that right. at this point so right now but we got a nice little carrying case that makes yeah. it a little easier to carry that big ticket item but just important like i said to have some things that stay at you know duplicates at both houses but then not making the kid feel like no that's mine you can't take that to your mom's you right. know what i mean because it is their stuff and kind of makes them feel more comfortable i know another important thing for us about making both places feel like home is making that transition time mm-hmm. simple yep not over stressing it not you know causing like for us we do sunday mornings yep. you know what i mean yep. and typically pre-covid we would pick her up on our way to church yep, and she would go to church with, with us um now that we're doing church from home but her mom's church is actually doing in-person social distancing so she goes to church with her mom and right. then her mom drops her off you know being flexible one of the five points yeah. you know <laughs> yes and that's the same for me so our schedule is the same like i used to pick them up on my way to worship practice in the morning when i uh pre-covid but you know, I don't want them to spend any more time right. on the mask than they have to because right. they're already doing it at school. So I pick them up after church. Mm-hmm. Um, and then consistently, it's 545, 6 o'clock every Wednesday. We meet at our location and drop off book bags and kids. Right. And, you know, that's one of our moments that we make sure that we communicate like, hey, this has gone on at my house this week. You might want a heads up on right. schoolwork or behavior or yeah. emotions and, you know, when it's Sunday was when I pick them up, it's the same. Hey, like, this is what's going on here. And so we make sure we consistently pick up at the same time, but flexible. Right. And we also use it as a time to communicate about what could be going on in one home that right. can carry into the other home. Absolutely. Because it's still their homes. Yeah. And so. And I know just being um, being aware for me of that Sundays are hard. You know what I mean? As a step parent, I know on Sundays when Lena comes from her mom's, she's going to be missing her mom. Yep. You know, she's going to need some extra time with Chris. So I just kind of step back on Sundays and let them just kind of have some Lena and dad time. You know what yep. I mean? And just being aware of those things. So it makes the transition just a little bit better. And we're going to dive more into that in just a minute, but we're going to thank our sponsors that's right leadership endurance by author brian sanders it is an amazon bestseller yes and it is a a great book if you are in leadership of any kind whether it be at work or an organization or maybe just for your home because we're having to endure a lot of things right now and it's all about how great historical leaders endured trials that we might not ever understand And how they endured it, what tips, what techniques they had to get through. Um, and again, you can find it on Amazon That's and right. buy it today. Absolutely. And so we were talking a little bit about like Sundays, Maybe, yeah. the consistency of the home. And so uh, I, I really didn't notice it, but my wife has been really good about that. We love to play disc golf. Right. And the boys love to play it. So a lot of times when I'm not even thinking about it, I'm thinking like, okay, church, pick up the boys get home, fix lunch, do those things. She's like, no, don't just take them and play disc golf. Right. And I didn't realize it at first, but what she was making sure was yeah. we had an hour or so that I'm it, with you, Jesse. It was just us. Yeah. It's just me and the boys catch up on the week, have mm-hmm. some laughs and kind of notice that it has, it has made the transition easier. Not that mm-hmm. it was ever difficult, no, but-, but just that, that time to unwind. And, and I think it's more for me that I can get in what she calls the hurricane mode on on days like that, where mm-hmm. it's like task oriented, and I've got to get it done, and I'm behind schedule, right. and I've got so much to do because it is also my last day before 
I've got to go back to work. And so mm-hmm. that certain point in the evening, I want to just stop yeah. and just be. She kind of makes sure that I stop and just be before I have to get the rest of the stuff done. Well, and our kids are resilient, but there is, I think we, as adults, sometimes we forget that there is, yeah, it happens every week, but there's an acclimation period oh, for our yeah. children, both places. Yeah. Twice a week, they have to readjust because as much routine, as much as you make things comfortable, it is still two complete different households. And I, I started to realize that um, with my stepdaughter, you know, me and my husband, we, we act the same towards each other throughout the week. We always are good to show affection in front of our girls. And, you know, we yes. we hug each other. We tell each other we love each other right. in front of them all the time. So we they dance see, in the right, kitchen. So there's a healthy relationship. Well, we noticed on Sundays, you know, maybe we would be hugging or, like you said, dancing in the kitchen. And then Lena would come in and try to get in between us, like, and want to be a part of it. Like, look at me. I need some attention. Right. And which is totally fine. But we noticed it happened more often on Sunday. She was, if he was talking to me, it's dad, I need you, you know, constantly. And I realized I'm like, you know, she's, she's needy and not that that's a bad thing, but she needs your attention. But she just spent three, three and a half days without him. And with her mom, you know what I mean? So she's missing her mom. She needs her dad. And so like, just, you know, getting over myself and realizing like. I can step back on Sundays and let them Absolutely. have that time. And then there are days where she's like, I want to play my computer, you know, playing yeah. Roblox and pay no attention to you whatsoever. Well, and the boys <laughs> and for me is. will even at times do that with Jesse. Like, right. And so setting that time apart, like the, the, the little bit of disc golf time, we come home, then they, they want to show her affection. And especially with the baby, they start asking questions and checking on her and right. like, can I get you a water? And like their way of being affectionate and right. spending time with her. And so it's, it's a good balance for yeah. everybody because then there's not you know even in that that nobody's that fighting place for it for lena right then she's got tana that she will probably wants to see right you no, and chris but, <laughs> i'm just kidding but uh, know, you know there's those phases and yeah. so it's like then they come back and they feel like almost like in a the middle of center of attention let me do right. a song and dance a little jig and make everybody laugh and yeah. hug everybody and it's just kind of like integrating them back in one by one right and i think that's huge but i think there's a point there that you hit routine is key absolutely routine is key now and maintaining a routine at both houses yeah not necessarily the exact same routine i mean you can't ask your ex to do the exact same things you do at your home but they have to be similar and i was going to say and just having for a kid just having a routine, they thrive on stability, y'all. And I know my stepdaughter, Lena, she is very routine-oriented. When she comes to our house on Sunday, she knows if she's going back to her mom's on Wednesday or Thursday because we alternate. Yeah, it's alternate every other it, yeah. Wednesday. So she knows, and she'll say to her mom as she's dropping her off, I'll see you on Wednesday or I'll see you on t- you know Thursday. And she knows that. And at our house, she knows. When it's eight o'clock, we start doing bath. We start, you know, washing hair, yep. blow drying hair, brushing teeth, getting our pajamas on, winding down. Yep. And part of our routine that we have worked in, when she's at our house, after she gets out of the shower, we say, you want to FaceTime your mom? Right. She doesn't always. Right. But her mom also knows that the, around this time, you yep. know, so she's able to be available. And yep. same thing when she goes to her mom's. That's something that goes both ways. Around that time, and yep. my husband even has an alarm set, you know, so if we're out doing something, he yep. can step away. And 
Sometimes she calls and sometimes she doesn't. And that's fine, too. Absolutely. I mean, and some nights Selena will say, no, I, I don't. Can I call her tomorrow? I don't want to yeah. call her today. And that's not because she doesn't want to talk to her mom. It's just she's in the middle of something. Uh, good. I'm good now. You know what I mean? And vice versa. And we do some we do similar things. And, and I think it's a, important because, like, if your routine starts at eight, but at her mom's house, it starts at 10. Yeah. That's going to be a difficult transition. Right. Two hour windows, big difference. And I've noticed but, that. And then with, it's going to come to. Well, at my mom's, I don't have to go to sleep until 10. Right. And and with Kingston, he loves to take a bath. He ha- he does not like taking showers. He's my youngest. Um, but at my house, I'm like, just take a shower and we can go back <laughs> right. to watching videos or whatever. And so I have to do better at being like, hey, okay. it's 8. If you want to take a bath, you go have to now. Start now. Or if you want to take a shower, we can wait a little right. bit because it only takes five minutes. Yeah. And, and so We've we had have that talk at our house yeah. as well. And so we have a very similar routine to you. Somewhere between eight and nine, right. they get showers, they get in PJs. The only difference for us is the kids don't call, we call. Right. And so we call. Oh, okay. And I think it's of a way because for me, uh, I think generationally it's not been that way. It's always kind of been the kids' responsibility. So, like, right. My grandma always expected my dad to call. My dad always expects me to initiate the conversation. Right. I think it should be the other way. Right. Because as a as a kid, like, you know, right now my dad's at home. He's by himself. Like, give me a call because you're the one that you're you're sitting home. I'm on the go. I'm trying to do whatever. If I've got time, I'll pick it up and answer it. Right. But I'm always thinking of the next thing I've got to get done. Yeah. We we used to do the set time no matter what the parent called. And we got, you know, Lena's nine, about to be 10. We got a lot of nothing no conversation i'm watching tv and that's so you know what i mean and like okay like we're trying to like make her talk to us or she's trying to you know vice versa and so that's why we we have just adapted the do you want to call your mom tonight or not you know if you want to go ahead now because she kind of gets wound up a little bit when she's talking and then she realizes she misses her mom and so we're working on working those kinks out a little bit i could see that that would be a better work but for us it's like hey as mom as dad um, even like there was times like uh, I've been out of the country or whatever, Jesse would still call them and, and, and continue that, that routine. And, and we call somewhere, both of us like, Hey, somewhere between eight and nine 30 at my right. house, somewhere between eight and nine 30 at your house. Or if we've been doing something, we'll just send the other one a text. Hey, are the boys still up? Right. Can I call? Yeah. And, you know, most time it's yes. And if we miss, then we might call the next morning right. and, and yes, it is Be true. Flexible. Like you call and I them. love What I love about this conversation is. Two different things. Two we different each things. do two different things, 100%. but we do what works for us. You right. know what I mean? And that's that's like we always say, we aren't professionals. Mm-hmm. We are just sharing what works for us in right. hopes that it can help you in your blended and family. And you can read the kids, like you said, if they don't want to talk. And so a lot of right. times I can see what they're You're doing. Busy. And okay. I'm like, how was your day? How did everything go? <laughs> right. Do you need anything? Love you. Yeah. Let me talk to your brother. That's and it us. could be a three-minute conversation, right. but at least I still spoke to them. Yeah. At least it's still routine. Interacted. Yep. And so I think that is a very good thing to have. Want to take a minute and thank one of our sponsors, the Encouraging Radio app. It is a free app. You can get it on your Apple Apple Where, device, yeah. Android device, and the Google Play Store or the Apple Store. And it has seven stations, four contemporary Christian, one Southern Gospel, a 24-hour-a-day Christmas station, and then a kind of like an oldies Yeah, Christian like all station. the hits from your childhood. Yeah. 
And what I love about this is if you listen to a radio, you know what I mean, a FM or whatever station, and you don't like a song, you can just scan to the next song. Well, within this app, you can scan. You're like, eh, not feeling this song. Just scan to the next one. Like you said, four contemporary Christian stations. If that's your jam, you can listen to any of those. Or if you're like, you know what? I'm I'm really not wanting to listen to that. I'd rather listen to some Southern gospel. Scan to that. All within Christmas music. Right. All within one app. Okay, so we have just been talking about maintaining a routine at both houses, and we were talking about calling each other nightly and what works for us like we leave it kind of up to lena we used to do the set time but now we just kind of let her decide um i would say the biggest thing about this is maybe set some rules that are ground rules for both house now this is going to be something that you and the co-parent are going to have to do obviously don't do this between your children right but the two things that came to my mind that are kind of rules at both of our houses are one well, pre-pandemic, as soon as you got home from school, you did your homework. Right. And during pandemic, I would say the way we've adjusted that is you have to do your work before you do anything else. And that just makes it easier on both parents mm-hmm. that there's a routine with that. Because right. if, if mine is, well, we do it after dinner, but, you know, their mom's house is you do it Whenever when you get I home. Whenever I feel like it. Right. Then they're going to argue with her. Well, dad lets us do it when yeah. after dinner. And, the, and if you think they won't argue oh, <laughs> that, they will. Yeah, I, if I've heard my stepdaughter say, well, at my mom's yeah. dot, dot, dot. And it, not having an attitude, just that's the way it is. Yeah. So it's like, well, okay. And sometimes we just say, that's awesome. That's how you do it at your mommy's. But here's how we do it at our house, you know. But for some major things like homework and another big rule, and of course, Lena's nine going on 10, so we haven't gotten into this yet. But I know the older she gets, it's going to have to be a thing. If one household says no, not going, the rule is you can't go to your mom and say, yeah. Hey, well, can I go to this dance? I mean, I'm just throwing something out there but that no, your dad right. has already said no well, to. Well, I've, I've know that with some of my friends. Like, I've got some friends that are in blended family, and they've got a teenage daughter, and a, and and something that was really tough, and and they've they've had to to struggle. There's no other way to say it, but they've had to struggle through it. Is as a teenage daughter, one household would let them dress maybe a little mm. less modest, right? A little more and, pro- and provocative, one, and one house would want her to dress a little more modest and so it became a well so you know this house lets me wear these or that and they're like but that's not our you know this is our rules this is our rules under our kind of our roof kind of thing right and and i think about even like content like growing up my parents wouldn't let me watch certain shows right but maybe at the other maybe if they would have got a divorce then one could have let me and one not and so we try to be even with like uh just open with like, hey, they're watching Cobra Kai. It's it's right. a little just so you know, just so you know, right? Like, I've it's watched PG thirteen, it. but they're eleven, you yeah, know. Yeah. So I, just so you know, I think or music or uh, or YouTubers. Like I know mm-hmm. there's a lot of YouTubers they get into, and I'll 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 hear it in the background, yeah. and be like, hey, I told them they couldn't watch this YouTuber at my house. Yeah. I I don't think it's good content for them. And then the other house will say, okay, I I will. I go along with that, and they know they can't watch it over there. Right. So it's never – you don't want to teach them to be sneaky and right. lying. That's yeah. the big issue. Well, and I know it It just popped into my mind. One of the things that my husband and his ex-wife had to work out was they decided together to let Lena 
get um, like a messenger for kids. Yep. And so that's something that the parent has to invite, you know, the other parent's children yep. and then they can message. Now, they can't just message random people and people can't no. randomly message them. It's very safe. But they decided during the pandemic is when this came up because... Lena was seeing no one, you know what I mean? Like she wasn't going to school besides us. Right. She couldn't see any of her little friends, but some of her little friends had this. Yeah. So they Boys agreed, right, to let her have that to communicate with her friends. But it, you know, it was, they worked out the rules of it together, co-parenting. You know yeah. what I mean? It was like at either house, you can't, you know, just message random people. Right. You know, you can't message after this time. Right. And they set the guidelines. Working together, communicating, being flexible. Hey, guys, we want to thank you so much for being a part of the Blended Podcast today. We're celebrating over 100 downloads. Wow. Absolutely incredible. Hey, we want to invite you to go over to Facebook.com backslash Blended Podcast. Like the page. Yeah. We're putting up content. We're putting up quotes. We are we are trying to make it a community that we can get together yeah. and ask and answer questions we together. Be able, yeah, we want to be able to ask right. it on the Facebook page and not have four followers that can answer. No, we want you to join the conversation, and that's one of the best ways. So Facebook.com backslash Blended Podcast and also on Instagram at the Blended underscore podcast. Right, because, listen, we say it all the time. We don't have it all figured out, and we have questions yeah. that maybe you have answers for absolutely so be a part of the blended community and we'll see you next week see you next week thanks for listening to the blended podcast with megan and Derek, a positive alternative radio production if you enjoyed the show please take a moment to subscribe and rate us wherever you get your podcasts you can learn more at walkfm.org